know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome back, Heart Singers. It's Addie B here, your spiritual weight loss guide, also known as Slayer, because where else would you want to get your spiritual weight loss advice from? <laughs> Today, we're going to dive in it. We'll see what comes up. I want to talk about this concept of abundant weight loss. And this has come at me from a few different angles in the past few weeks. And seeing as I just got out of a class with uh, Renee Spears on abundance, working through some money blocks and ideas to channel more abundance in your life, more joy, prosperity, time, things like that, I thought, you know, why is health not in there? And then I got thinking about my clients, and I've been having a lot of conversations recently about their mindset on weight loss and it being so restrictive, like feeling like I I have them send me pictures of food and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're hardly eating any. Like, where's the food? It's like these small, tiny portions. We have this concept that if we're on this weight loss quest that we can't eat much or anything, right? And then what happens, of course, is we're eating all the things because we've not eaten anything. And some of it's not eating things that nurture your body, stuff like that. But it just really got me thinking about this. And I had this conversation with one of my clients as we were talking about our food for the week and all that. And she said, I want to focus on my health journey, not my weight loss. I said, okay, why is your weight loss journey not a health journey? And she just stared at me and I stared at her. (laughs) And when it got down to it, when we got to the bottom of it, it was really because she didn't have any positive thoughts about losing weight. She'd always done it in an unhealthy way before. And so it had all of these thoughts and these fears came up within her and so many thoughts buried in there. I mean, this is going to be a rewiring of this deep-seated belief. And I see it over and over again. And listen, we could spend this entire episode, heck, we could spend this whole podcast rewiring thoughts we all have that are causing us to stop losing weight. Like, literally, we it could go on and on. Think about it. We have 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. You have thousands of them probably that are in there. And it's not necessary to dig them all up and rewire them all. God knows I haven't. And it's it's a journey every now and then I'll find one. I'm like, huh, I didn't know that was in there. But what I want to focus on today, we'll talk about that a little bit, but, you know, identifying them, seeing the restriction, releasing the judgment. But then how do we create this abundant thought process around your weight loss journey? How do you create joy, happiness, peace, and this feeling of overall prosperity on your quest for losing weight? Like, why can't that be part of that feeling? And when I talk about abundance in this sense, I'm I'm using a more spiritual definition of abundance. In fact, if you were to Google 
spiritual abundance, you would might see a few different definitions. But here's one that says in a spiritual context, the notice notion of abundance or plenty is less about material conditions revolving instead once basic needs are met around an appreciation of life in its fullest joy and strength of mind, body and soul. This is a cultivation of respect for the creative energy of the universe. And that my friends, is what we are here doing. We are cultivating uh, respect for the creative energy of the universe and a respect for these bodies we were given to have this experience in. And, you know, this reminds me when I teach meditation, we talk about this part um, called layers of life. And in there, we talk about the um, all the different bodies of consciousness. And when he talks about Adi Shankari, actually, it's probably Adi, but I like to say Adi because, well, you know. So this old yogic sage from back in like 5,000 years ago, he uh, he told us that, you know, the body, the physical body, body, the personal body, the ones we're given is called Anamaya Kosha and directly translated in Sanskrit means covering made of food. So to think about that food that you are putting in your body and that it is this covering you are making and what are we fueling it with and how do we go to that? And that was my big shift on my quest that I wanted to share with you that I think is why I have such a positive connotation around weight loss now and not just because I've lost 130 pounds, which of course helps, but it started the shift mentally started way before all of this. And yes, with some of these mind work and rewiring the thoughts, but also when I set out, I was about not even halfway through my journey. I think I was down about 60 pounds and I set out on my quest food is I knew that I didn't want to go down eating whatever I could eat because it is possible. You can lose weight and eat all the pizzas and the cakes and the M&Ms and all of these things. However, I had seen my dad die. I had seen my mom die. I knew like I was on this quest to find a healthy me. I wanted to be the healthy, thin person that could was happy eating a salad or eating these nourishing foods and wasn't looking at the French fries or the cakes. That was seemed impossible to me then. And that might not seem impossible to you. Maybe you're not a psychotic eater like I was. (laughs) But I'm telling you, when that sugar and the flour is raging through my body, it is like something else is controlling me. And I'm not going to get on my flour sugar kick here either, because I do want to talk about how you can create this abundant eating. And so on that, with that thought, food is fuel. That became my quest. How can I just make it food is fuel? Honor my it's the covering of my body. I want to honor this vessel. I want to take care of this this amazing being I was given to have this experience in, and especially the more in touch I got with my with my soul and with my spirit. So I want to go through, we're going to talk about the restriction and judgment a little bit, but also about creating the abundance. And I want to give you some tactics I came up with to try to create this abundance thought work, thought process in your world around your health quest, we'll call it. But I want you to start calling it a weight loss quest. Get rid of the shame around it. Get rid of the negativity around it. Just like with the scale, the scale is a number. 
weight loss quest. So when I got into, when the, my client and I got in that discussion and I said, hey, you know, so tell me what your health quest looks like. Well, I eat really good foods. I go for walks. I take care of myself. I do. And I'm like, okay. And so what's the result of that? I lose weight. (laughs) Okay. So your health quest is essentially a weight loss quest too. So however you want to call it, I just don't want you snowing yourselves, you guys, because how do you measure this health quest? And sure, there are different ways to measure it, but there is no better way to measure it than the scale. And I see people do this over and over again. And after having coached individually for a couple of years now, when I see people go, I don't want to weigh anymore. I don't want to look at it. I'm just going to go by how my genes fit, how it, and we inevitably come back around to using the data because the data keeps you honest with yourself. It doesn't let you, your mind tell you all these stories and it helps us uncover all this bullshit you think underneath that's causing these limiting beliefs, such as I asked the HeartSync podcast community to give me a few of their restrictive thoughts uh, other than weight loss is unhealthy, right? Because if that isn't a deep belief that you got to start start working on rewiring. And I have a few podcasts on here about weight loss thoughts. And in the Me First Guide, I have a whole new thought process within the guide itself that helps you rewire a belief. Like I would take that belief and work it for 30 days and see all the thoughts come up and probably these other thoughts come up underneath it, such as I can't lose weight. I shouldn't have to watch what I eat, right? I can't go out to eat and lose weight. I won't be able to go out and eat with my friends. We, they're so common. And are any of these true? No, of course they're not true. It's just bullshit we tell ourselves. You can rewire that and say it in a million different ways. Can you lose weight? Of course you can lose weight. Of course you can. How do you start believing you can lose weight is another story. And today's podcast is going to help you with that. We could sit here and rewire these thoughts. We could go from, I can't lose weight to, I believe it's possible for me to lose weight. Or maybe you can't even get there. Maybe you have to go to, it's possible for people to lose weight. So when you see that thought come up, I can't lose weight, you are in the moment stopping yourself and you say, oh, you know what, it is possible for me to lose weight. And you just stop there. You don't even let that, but I'm not, but I'm a failure, but all the things come in, right? And so you start stopping and rewiring. And as your awareness grows, your awareness and your separation of self, you become the greater observer. This becomes easier and easier. It's even better if you have some kind of journaling practice, or if you have a coach or you run thought models. I mean, I self-coach myself every single day in my magic pages. That's what my magic pages are. And then I do my new thought process in the me first guide in the planner. Okay. So identifying those restriction thoughts and then identifying your judgment around it. Right? So you're thinking about your judgment around the foods you've eaten, your judgment around the thoughts you're having, your judgment around yourself because you can't lose weight. Like releasing the judgment and just becoming the observer and the scientist is so important. Allowing yourself to play and have fun and open yourself up to the possibility, maybe you can do this. 
no, you can do this, right? Like, how do you get yourself to that space where you start to believe in you again? And this whole process I've created is about that, getting you to believe you can again. But guess what? You got to do some of the work, you guys. So here's some things that I came up with that we could, you could start to put into motion today, you know, just like we did on our abundance call last night, you know, like about money, like keeping a money journal, things like that. I thought, well, why can't we do with the, with food, right? Why couldn't we do an abundance food journal? So at night, if you do a PM assessment or you're looking at the food you ate or you're trying to not judge all the crap you ate, maybe you actually had two cups of lettuce or, I don't know, something else you consider healthy and you write that on your food journal. And that's another another thing. Okay, so let's say you get this little abundance food journal going. Okay, and every night you're going to write down what foods you ate that are healthy and you're going to celebrate those. You don't even have to write down the unhealthy foods. This is just your abundant food journal. Okay, so you're just going to put in here. Now I'm going to ask you, do you even know what you consider healthy foods to be? A lot of people, when asked this, would say (laughs) lettuce, tomato, cucumber. Like, what's a salad look like? right? And that's the extent of it. Start expanding your definition of what a healthy food journey looks like. Do you know how to eat healthy for yourself? Do you even know what that means? Or does it just mean you don't eat anything so you can lose weight? How are you defining it? And how can you better educate yourself on your quest? Now, I'm always happy to share with how I eat and how I've eaten on this journey and and what I've done on the path, but what I can tell you is all of our quests are different. And it's going to be different because you need your nuggets. You can hear me say the exact same thing as five other people. And one time in all six of us, you're going to hear it that it's going to make a shift for you. Or you're going to stumble across an article, or you're going to find something that matters to you because of your life circumstance and what you're going through. So it's another thing. Take a sheet of paper, your computer, uh, Pinterest, whatever, and make a board, make a list of all the healthy food. And then I want you to look up on the internet, type in healthy foods, whole foods. What do they look like? And, you know, you're going to find a lot of competing information out there. There's a lot of inflammatory foods that people don't know about. You know, I got the whole nightshades thing going on. Listen, do you and start paying attention to your body and figure out what works in your body and what feels good in your body. This is how I've gotten where I have with no flour, no sugar, because I know when I get it out and I just had a bout with it at the River House at Kelly's, which I think I told you guys about last week, but you know, getting it, getting it back out of my system this week, I just already feel so much more in control of my body. I'm not judging myself over having that food or even the little bit of weight I gained or the understanding the why, all of that stuff, just letting it go and I'm moving forward with my health journey with my weight loss quest, with my pride in fueling my body, with being able to eat abundantly and lose weight. It still blows my mind. I mean, you guys, one of this, my salads are like 
twice the size of my head. It's just crazy to me, like how much food I actually can consume and drop weight on the scale and just feel so satisfied all the time. And yes, it's a lot of vegetables and I love it. And I'm trying like, I don't just have a salad with like three or four things in it, right? It'll Like I pull out my entire fridge here in the rig and I just sit there and I chop it up. And that brings me to something else, creating a ritual. So Renee brought this up around money, right? And I thought, well, that's what I do when I make my dinner. I made this ritual out of it. I get to watch my favorite junk show and make my salad, make my food. It's like a, it's a whole thing we got going on here, right? It's like, it's kind of a bribe to myself to make myself healthy food that I look forward to. And how could you do that in your life? So if you're cooking for a family, why can you not make yourself a big salad while you're making all that other stuff that goes with it? Why is it that it's so much easier for us to decide I'm tired and I'm going to sit here and watch just watch Netflix than to stand on our feet, watch Netflix and chop up some vegetables? How fun, right? Look at the story you're telling yourself and create this ritual. Maybe you have a ritual food prep so it gets done. Um, But really getting that defining of what your healthy food looks like and can you challenge yourself to expand your healthy food list. And this is what the Viome, the gut health test has really done for me. I have tried things I had never thought I would try. Anchovies. Oh my God, never thought I would eat an anchovy. I love them now. I know. I can't even believe I'm saying it either. I love anchovies. I mush them up with a fork and I whip them around in some olive oil and I put some garlic and some seasonings in there and I put it over my salad like a dressing. And it is so flipping good, you guys. I can't even tell you. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm even saying this. I can't even believe it. Anchovies. What else have I had? Um, Oh, fennel bulb, the funny looking Freddy Krueger celery thing um, from the grocery store that I never knew what that was. Fennel bulb, that was one of my power foods. Like finding a way to expand it, expand what you're trying. And remember back in the day, some of you that have been following me for a while and I'm Facebook and you can check out my page uh, to see some of these. I have a video saved under exotic Sundays, but Mini Slayer and I used to do, we try a new different food we have never tried before every Sunday. And we do it live because it was just funny and hilarious. <laughs> it really was because we had no idea what we were doing. And it was just fun, right? And so, but we were trying different things and exploring and expanding our knowledge of food. And that is a big thing. Like we don't, you don't do the same thing over and over and expect different results. If you want to change your relationship with food, change how you're approaching food. Change how you're looking at your quest and your journey with food. How do you look at it? Are you like my client was and you just feel like it's an unhealthy quest? That weight loss is bad somehow? Or are we right in the story that the next there's going to be some next diet or next pill or next thing? And I'm not saying a way of eating might not be what clicks for you because it very well could be. But how are you approaching it and how are you looking? Is it from restriction or is it from abundance? 
And listen, you know I'm a big fan of fasting. So when I talk about restriction, I'm not talking necessarily about food restriction. I know I've talked a lot here about portion sizes, and I think we have all have our own journey. What I think is important is to make this an adventure, become the explorer, not the judge and executioner of yourself. Right, educating yourself, find, seeing how your body works. I can't tell you how key that was for me on this journey and how many clicks I had understanding how insulin was released in my body with flour and sugar or how it was blocking my full hormones and, you know, how, hey, I could not answer my hunger hormone and it would go away and it would go get food from my fat stores. Oh, my God, that's how I burn fat. Why, why didn't anyone ever tell me? Let's recap, right? The way to create an abundant health journey for yourself. First of all, I want you to really sit down and ask yourself, what does a health journey look like to you? Write about it. Take 10 minutes and write about what your healthiest self looks like. And does she weigh less? And if so, why are you uncomfortable calling it a weight loss journey? right? And you can call it a health quest too, either way, but I just want you to understand that weight loss apparently is part of that health quest for many of us, unless you're already there and you're maintaining or whatever that looks like. But it's ultimately the same journey. So whatever you want to call it or whatever you want to label it, but just to like see where that limiting belief is for yourself and but yet or better yet, define what it looks like when it is glorious, when it is joyful, when it is freeing, when you are free from the food that has you enslaved. When you are free from that, what does life look like? How do you eat? How do you show up for yourself? How do you show up when you go out to restaurants? You are not free from food and afraid to go out to restaurants with your friends or think you can't. You are not free from food thinking that you should be able to eat however you want to eat because you already are eating how you want to eat. You are choosing to eat that way. So whatever that end game is for you, and if you're sitting there thinking you still need to lose weight, but you don't want to have to worry about what you want to eat, then you have some conflicting priorities there right? And then I would get into the commitment on it. And uh, I've said a few times in this last 20 pounds that I'm on, like, I know my commitment, it flows, it ebbs and flows up and down. And I know when I'm in the pocket with it. And when I'm like learning some lessons, and I'm riding through the next wave, and you might just be there. But don't stop also looking for your nugget. And then don't even go to the restrictive thoughts on this. Okay, stay in the abundant and stay. How do you think, feel, act when you are that person? Define it so the universe knows. Make a list of all the healthy foods you eat and all the ones you're going to try. Define the journey and watch this story you tell yourself. Write it and write the new story. Write it where you're not obsessed by the chocolate cake on the table. (laughs) Make an adventure of it. Find some healthy food podcasts or groups or recipes or, um, I don't know, accountability partners that like the same kind of food as you. Try new things. Go to healthy restaurants. Research healthy recipes. There's a million different things you could do here. 
Okay, you guys, that's it for this week. We're going to keep it short and sweet and let you go forth and figure out your abundant weight loss quest and what exactly that looks like for you. And upcoming, if you're listening real time, we are having an event October 1st, and I am going to be having some information out about that soon. So make sure you're in the HeartSing podcast community or you head over to the website and get in the know on all things. And if you're listening to this anytime later, I'm sure I have some ways for you to get started. So check it out. Be sure to tell all your friends friends if any of this sang true to you and you want to share a little bit more. I would love, love, love that. And always you decide what you get to believe and you decide how to write this story and you can absolutely create it. If you come to the event, we will create it together and I will show you how. That is what I designed the Me First Guide for was to help guide people through this path of starting to believe in something different than you ever have before and how to define it and how to put it into action and to have the mindset tools to see you on your way as well. All right, my loves, until next week, you badass witches and bitches, get out there, slay, create abundant, joyful, prosperous, amazing, beautiful weeks ahead. Have a great one. Slay her out.